Good morning, all listeners. It is Sunday, October 23rd, 2022. It's 8 a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode 190 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. I'm Boogie! And I am the Baron, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to episode 190. It is Sunday, fun day, week seven in the National Football League. Good morning, Boogie. Good morning, Baron. How are you doing today? I am fantastico after yesterday's success. Running to the window multiple times. How you feeling today? You ready to keep this hot streak going? You know I am, my friend. I wasn't running to the window. I was walking to the window. Because you already knew. Because I knew. The brass came out and I cashed tickets yesterday. Ever since episode 180, about 10 episodes ago, we are on an absolute tear right now. Yesterday, nice draw book, 6-3, 67% against the spread. I went 5-4, and 4, 56% against the spread. As a team, 61% against the spread. Knocking down our last six episode percentage from 75 down to 72. But still, unbelievable work yesterday, book. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this other than my New York Yankees disappointing me again. Which we will talk about that here a little bit later in the show. We have two teams... In winner-go-home scenarios today in baseball, we have two teams in win-and-go-to-the-world series scenarios today in baseball. We will go over and recap baseball. We'll obviously give you guys angles on all the NFL games today. We have a big Sunday and a Monday night game to talk about in the NFL. But I want to start today's show with uh, some college football yesterday. It was a wonderful Saturday. Um, And we can kind of give some predictions as to what we think is going to happen Uh, The number one team in the country, Georgia, had a bye week, so they will be hanging out, occupying that number one spot, and the number two team in the country doesn't seem like they're going to be going anywhere. One of Boogie's picks, actually, Ohio State, 54-10. Ooh. My lord. I mean, laying 30 against an Iowa team that was supposed to have a great defense, and Ohio State smoked them. Smoked them. 54-10. I mean, Iowa giving up 54 to the Buckeyes. Buckeyes now a solid number two in the country right now. Um, shout out to the Buckeyes, man. They're looking like the class of the Big Ten and a definitely perennial contender when it comes to the playoff. I can't wait to see the big game, man, when Ohio State plays Michigan. And that's going to probably determine who gets into the playoff. But, man, yeah. Ohio State is rolling right now. They look good. This team, I think they might get some first-place votes, absolutely. And they and, host Michigan. And they host Michigan. So, looking at the horseshoe as the game of the year for them. Yeah. And uh, that will determine, probably, like I said, going to the playoff or not. Ohio State looking like they could run the table 7-0, and 4-0 in the Big Ten. Solidifying the number two spot, Tennessee will stay at number three with a 65-24 win against UT Martin. They played their starters in the first half and then just kind of played their second teamers. What a game we saw yesterday down in Clemson, South Carolina, a 27-21 victory for Clemson. It took a 17-0 fourth quarter for Clemson as it was a 21-10 lead for Syracuse at the half. We talked yesterday, Boogie, about how this was uh, the game that was going to show us if Syracuse was for real or not, and I think they proved themselves. I think they definitely proved themselves. Being up 21-10, to 10, just a great comeback by Clemson, uh, and of course solidifying them in the top five. Uh, but definitely Syracuse football looks like they're back. Yeah, I think Syracuse is for real, and uh, 
if I'm the uh, AP, I'm not knocking Syracuse down all that much. Mm-mm. You're at four, they're at 14 coming in. They gave Clemson all they wanted. They actually on the road too. Yeah, they they led that whole game. They 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 gave it away in the fourth, and and they were actually knocking on the door, and they uh, Schrader threw a pick in the red zone. So uh, great job by Syracuse. Easy cover uh, for both of us on that fourteen, and they almost won the game outright. So we talked about how Syracuse needed to prove themselves, and I think they did. I, I respect the Syracuse team, and I think they'll bounce back next week. I agree with you. Alabama-Mississippi State yesterday, Boog. Bama back in a big way. It was 30 to nothing, and Mississippi State scored a, scored a garbage touchdown to knock his shutout. And, um, man, Nick Saban, does he ever lose two games in a row? I don't think so. I think this uh, Alabama team was a little bit uh, perturbed, as we say, uh, yep. from last week's loss. Oh, yeah. But uh, let's give it up for Tennessee as they really did take it to Alabama last week. And uh, Alabama comes back strong with a 30-6 to uh, impressive win mm-hmm. at home against Mississippi State. Yep. Alabama still in full control of their own destiny and that SEC West. All they got to do is keep winning games and they'll get back to the SEC championship game as long as they win out. Uh, also, they ended up in a tie now against Ole Miss because Ole Miss fell yesterday at LSU. And I have an interesting stat on that game. Ole Miss was number seven in the country, and they were actually a two-point dog against LSU. LSU was a two-point home favorite. Boogie, this year, unranked teams at home that are favored against ranked teams are 9-0 and against the spread. Uh, that's a very noteworthy yes. uh, information there, my friend, and we should keep track of that. Next time we see an unranked team at home favored against a ranked team, take the home favorite. Ride that streak till the wheels fall off. Brian Kelly slowly but surely getting his LSU team back at it as they now move to 6-2 and two and 4-1 and one in the SEC. Um, it's you know They lost their opener against Florida, Florida State. State. They've won uh-huh. five of six since. Jaden Daniels, a transfer from Arizona State, is playing well, and Brian Kelly's getting the most out of his guys early now. Yeah, it looked like uh, LSU is like, what's going on here with uh, uh, Kelly losing and against that uh, opener against Florida State, and now LSU has gotten things back together, 4-1 and one in the SEC, 6-2 and two overall, yep. and that was a big impressive win for this Ole Miss team who was in the top 10 at number 7. Yep. So LSU, very good game for them yesterday. LSU will find themselves in the top 25 in next week's rankings. A team that will move up past Ole Miss, uh, you're probably looking at a TCU team that will jump to number seven in the country. As TCU Boogs, they just keep on winning. Another one of our winners yesterday. They were down in this game, though. Um, They were down actually 28-17 at the half. They shut out Kansas State 21-0 in the second half. A 38-28 victory, and the TCU Horned Frogs moved to 7-0, 4-0 in the Big 12 with a 10-point win over the Kansas State Wildcats. Look for TCU to jump to number seven next week. Yeah, great job by TCU. and Max Dugan led quarterback uh, doing a great job in the second half to be able to uh, overcome that deficit. And, of course, what can you say for the TCU defense as they shut out this Kansas State team mm-hmm. uh, in the second half to be able to win by 10? Great job by TCU. They'll move up in the rankings. Kansas State will drop down a little bit. They dropped to 5-2 and two and 3-1 and one in Big 12 play. TCU now the outright Big 12 leaders. The outright Pac-12 leaders are the Oregon Ducks, who have came back from the dead after a blowout loss to Georgia. They have rallied off six straight. Bo Nix has been a Heisman watch contender. Five touchdown passes carving up UCLA's defense. A 45-30 Butt whooping of the Bruins yesterday for the Ducks up in Eugene. 
Look for Oregon to jump up to potentially maybe number eight or nine in next week's rankings. Oregon should get back into the top ten after six consecutive wins. Looking impressive. I mean, here's what happened with UCLA. Exactly what I said yesterday did not happen. So their defense, which is an elite defense. Not so much yesterday. Got smoked. Yes, they did. Oregon just took it to them. Uh, and it wound up that Oregon was the better team yesterday. Shout out to Oregon and Bo Nix. Bo Nix is doing really well. Bobo, After man. that Georgia loss, getting hammered in the first game, yep. they are on a mission right now, man. And uh, UCLA, you know, honestly, I think that UCLA still is a good team. They are. I think Oregon right now is just on a roll. Yep. And uh, I think that there was uh, a lot to be said about that game yesterday. Oregon's on an absolute row. Oregon, Oregon will uh, crack their way into the top ten. UCLA will drop a little bit. Oklahoma State got back on track yesterday. Another one of our winners' books. Oklahoma State Cowboys a 41-34 victory over Texas. Texas now drops to 5-3, probably out of the rankings with their third loss. Oklahoma State looking to get in the top 10, now 6-1, 3-1 in the Big 12. Shout out to Okie State and Spencer Sanders who had a monster game. Great job by Oklahoma State. Their Cowboys and their fans are excited. 6-1, 3-1 in the Big 12 now as that's an impressive win over this Texas team. Uh, still a little bit uh, confused on this team, uh, Texas, as they are now 5-3, and 3-2, and two, being able to compete, but just not enough, as Oklahoma State shows why they are one of the best teams in this conference. 100% spot-on analysis there, Bugs. Oklahoma State looking to move into the top 10 next week. Wake Forest, don't look now. Sam Hartman got this team rolling on all cylinders, 313 and five touchdown passes for the six-year senior. And a 43-15 win. They take care of business against the bad Boston College team. But what was impressive for me was their defense. Their defense showed that they can make some stops. Boston College only scored 15 points in that game. Wake Forest now 6-1, and 2-1 and one in the ACC looking good too. Yeah, absolutely. Great job by Sam Hartman. He will be in the next level uh, going to the NFL uh, kid's 25 years old, and yeah. he's he's experienced, uh, took advantage of this whole COVID uh, year, being able to uh, play another year extra uh, because of the NCAA, and he is showing why yeah. this Wake Forest team is a great team this year. Their one loss was an overtime, a double overtime loss against Clemson. Banger. So Wake Forest, all the parts to maybe make a run at this ACC title. We'll see if they can get get to that they game score. this year. They score a lot. They score a lot. They got a great offense. They have a senior-driven 25-year-old quarterback who can sling the thing. We'll monitor Wake Forest to see if they can get to that ACC title game, potentially a New Year's Six or maybe even a playoff berth this mm-hmm. year, depending on what happens. Penn State, another game on the on the board here, Boogie, another winner. Penn State, 45-17 to over Minnesota. Minnesota drops to 4-3. and Penn State bounces back from that loss to Michigan. So 6-1, and 3-1 and one in the Big Ten. Only loss this season was at the Big House. Penn State, nice bounce back win for senior quarterback Sean Clifford. And the Nittany Lions and James Franklin look to continue their winning ways to try to get themselves sprung board into the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, Penn State with the whiteout for the fans yesterday was great to see again. I love watching that game. Mm-hmm. Every time they have the fans in the all-white it's awesome to see. It really is. Uh, they shut down Abraham as well, uh, the Minnesota running back. And, of course, that offense was rolling yesterday. 
Great job by uh, Clifford as well. Penn State 45-17 over Minnesota. Nice win by Penn State. Another nice road win for Cincinnati, who don't look now a 6-1 and and 3-0 and in the American. They're not getting the national attention they did last year with Sauce Gardner and Desmond Ritter on the squad because they're not undefeated. But 6-1, and 3-0 and in the American. Nice road win yesterday at SMU. Cincinnati, always tough to win on the road in college football. SMU's a formidable opponent, too. And Cincinnati went on the road and got a W. Great job by the Bearcats. They did a great job yesterday. Uh, that defense is still pretty elite. And watching them on the road to be able to, again, with missing some of their players from last year, uh, that were great players for them that are on the next level. To be able to watch them play on the road, even though SMU is not that great this year, uh, it's really still impressive because you got to win on the road to be a great team. Great job by Cincinnati. And don't look now, but look at that. Look out for the Tulane Green Wave bug. 7-1, 4-0 in the American, a 38-28 butt whooping of Memphis yesterday. They were up 35-0 at halftime in that game and just cruised to a 10-point win. Fantastic job by Tulane yesterday. And... Tulane and Cincinnati looks like they're on a collision course in that American. Going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, Tulane, of course, is one of the teams that beat Kansas State. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they uh, did upset uh, at the time Houston. We were thinking Houston was going to be good. Yeah. They wound up beating Houston on the road uh, when they were number 25, Tulane was, uh, to be able to win there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a really impressive. And, of course, to be able to come back yesterday and the way that they won, awesome job by them. They are on a collision course as you look at the American Athletic Conference standings. Tulane and Cincinnati riding four and six-game winning streaks, respectively, both undefeated in the conference, number one and number two, looking like they could be on a collision course for that championship game. So we'll see Tulane and Cincinnati. We'll monitor them down the stretch. They both um, have a one-game lead in the loss column over UCF and Houston. So we will see how that all transpires. But so far, Tulane and Cincinnati looking like the cream of the crop in the AAC. You go down to the ACC, and the tough part is is Wake Forest is a game back in the lost column of Clemson, and so is Syracuse. So Clemson 6-0 in conference. And that one-game lead is technically a two-game lead because they beat both Syracuse and Wake Forest. You're looking like uh, maybe a little Mac Brown-led North Carolina team as long as they keep uh, improving that defense week to week. We know they have an offense that can score with Drake May at quarterback. And um, you could be looking at a Clemson-North Carolina ACC championship game this year. That could be exciting. I can't wait to see that if that happens. Mac Brown got this North Carolina team on a roll after being able to uh, retire for a few years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course... Can't say enough about this guy as he is just, what he's probably in his 70s now. He's this amazing. guy takes Texas to the championship and wins a few years back, several years back. But, yeah, of course, uh, this North Carolina team is rolling with, of course, the great offense that they got. Got to improve that defense. Mm-hmm. But uh, that would be interesting to see Clemson against North Carolina. Looking like that could be our, our future ACC title game. You look at the Big 12, TCU's in a similar situation in the Big 12 that uh, Clemson's in in the Atlantic Division in the ACC. TCU, one game up on Oklahoma State and Kansas State, and they beat both Oklahoma State and Kansas State. Uh, TCU looking like a shoe-in for the Big 12 championship game. Probably looking at a potential rematch between Oak State and Kansas State. We'll see if one of these two lost teams can springboard their way up with a handful of games to go, but... TCU looking like a lock to get into that Big 12 title game, barring a collapse. Yes, and I agree, and I look forward to seeing TCU. Uh, this Horn Frogs team is not getting enough credit. Uh, of course, they keep scoring, they keep winning. 
They're going to be in uh, this championship game with yeah. pick 12 uh, conference title matchups. If anything can happen, maybe they sneak into a little bit of playoff talk. You too. would think, I mean, if, if TCU runs the table and wins the Big 12, I mean, they would have to get in, right? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people knocking on that door at number five. We'll see what happens. Yeah, so we'll monitor that. TCU in the driver's seat in the Big 12. You look at the Big 10, you have a two-way tie atop the Big 10 East with Michigan and Ohio State. That'll be decided on November 26th, the last game of the season, Michigan at Ohio State. Winner of that game will go to the Big Ten Championship game. And they're looking like they may play this Illinois team, who's much improved, 3-1 and one this year. Brett Bielema got that Illinois team. We knew it was going to be a bounce-back year for them. They've already hit their season win total. And they're 3-1 and one in conference. Illinois, 18th in the country, playing good defense. I mean, I don't think they're really much of a match for Michigan or Ohio State, but if Illinois can get into that game, you never know. Bielema, I mean, of course, comes from the Wisconsin uh, tree and uh, defense mm-hmm. shouts on that guy all day long. Uh, Illinois is just a great, uh, great story, and of course, to be able to I miss mean, this, this team is always a doormat. So, yeah. going to be, of course. Tough to beat Michigan or Ohio State, yeah. uh, but of course, it's still a great season, and uh, you know we just never know. It's it's why sports is so great to watch. I love it, and Illinois is six and one and three and one in conference this year. Illinois in the driver's seat in the West Division to take on Michigan or Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship game. A big win yesterday over North Texas for UTSA, as UTSA now in the driver's seat in Conference USA. Uh, they already beat Western Kentucky and North Texas. And um, they're now 4-0 with a one-game lead over both of those schools. Uh, Rice also only has one loss. I'm probably looking at a UTSA-Western Kentucky rematch in this Conference USA title game. A rematch of a classic. UTSA beat them 31-27 three weeks ago. So um, could be on a collision course of sorts as Western Kentucky going from Bailey Zappi to Austin Reed. They really haven't lost a step. Not at all. And you see what's going on with Zappi with the New England Patriots. Yeah. Uh, so, of course... UTSA, the Roadrunners are are leading, but of course Western Kentucky, like you said, three weeks ago, close game. Anything can happen. Once you get to that final championship game, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I agree, 100% of the way. And before we go to the MAC, we have all these independents. You know what I was thinking about these independents? Why don't they just make a conference for them? They should. Why don't they just make it the independent conference? Because you got you got seven teams in there. Liberty Flames got the best record of all the independents at seven and one. They beat BYU yesterday. That was one of my picks. Liberty plus seven BYU. I don't know what the heck happened to BYU, um, but yeah, you got all these teams in the independent category. Why not just put them in a conference? Because too much, uh, too much at stake. They do not want to be aligned. The money. It's all about the money. All about the money. All about the money because the money. Then if the independents, they get to choose and pick who they want to play. They don't have to stick. With this, go ahead and uh, they pick get up and they get paid for every game. That's right. And they, instead of going into a conference where you don't really get paid for conference games, exactly. So it's all about money with the independents. The Mac's looking pretty good. The Buffalo Bills four zero in the in the Mac East. Uh, Ohio and Bowling Green one game back of Buffalo in the East. Toledo three and one leading the West. They have a one game lead on Eastern Michigan, Western Michigan, and Ball State. The Mac is always wide open. Every mm-hmm. single year, you never know who's going to make it and who's not. But somebody's going to play in that MAC championship game. I just have no idea who it's going to be. As of right now, Buffalo and Toledo tops in both divisions. I mean, you like the the Buffalo <coughs> the Buffalo Bulls are a really good team this year, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, Toledo, the Rockets are always leading. I mean, they, they had uh, a great offense, of course, yeah. perennially. 
So we're looking forward to seeing what happens at the end of this season with these. But yeah, Buffalo, Toledo, the leaders of this conference right now. Buffalo actually started the season 0-3 and have won five straight. And now they're 5-3, 4-0 in conference. Toledo's always good because Toledo always gets, you know, being from that area, Toledo always gets the kids that don't want to walk on to Ohio State. So they get a lot of those, like, lower-tiered kids out of Ohio. Um so they are, they always got talent. Right. So Toledo and Buffalo potentially on a collision course for the MAC championship in Detroit, Michigan at Ford Field in December. Mountain West, one of my losers yesterday, one of my few losers was uh, Air Force losing to Boise State. That's a Bo- bad loss for them. Boise State looking like the cream of the crop in the Mountain Division 4-0 and in conference. In the West side, it's tight, Boogs. We have a... Uh, one game separating five of the teams, Fresno State and San Jose State and San Diego State, all 2-1, and one, and our UNLV one and running Rebels are 2-2. Two and two. So they're battling it out right now for that West Division crown. And uh, we have Wyoming one game back of Boise State. So a lot to be decided in the Mountain West this year, too. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this conference. A lot of competitiveness going on here. I like the, what Boise State's doing, obviously, in that Smurf turf. Always perennially really good. Wyoming Cowboys earlier in the season, we were watching them. They were doing really well, um, of course. And then, of course, Fresno State on the bottom side of the west of the, the Mountain West. Uh, we've got Fresno State, San Jose State fighting it out. Um, it's going to be a really good clash, I think, to be able to see what happens with this conference. Right down to the wire, my man. Right down to the wire. We go to the Pac-12. Oregon Ducks now in the driver's seat, 4-0 in conference. Um, it's been essentially the top four teams the whole year. UCLA, USC, and Utah, all with one loss, going to be battling each other to see who's going to take Oregon on in the Pac-12 title game. Oregon's still got to take care of business, too. They sure do. Um, it looks like they're going to be up there, though. I mean, the way that they're playing, that offense is clicking. Mm-hmm. USC, obviously, uh, <coughs> I've been uh, uh, watching them all year long. I've been watching what they do with Caleb Williams and company. Great job by them. UCLA, we'll see if they stumbled yesterday, if they can get back to going the way that they've been playing. And you can't uh, forget about the, those Utah Utes out there. Uh, as they have been unbelievable as well. They're all right there. We'll see what happens with the Pac-12 with only a handful of weeks to go. The SEC, always competitive. Georgia and Tennessee, tops in the East, both undefeated. One of those teams, crazy how the first and third best teams in the country are in the same division. One of them will not be participating in the SEC championship game this year. And I want to point out that two weeks from now, Georgia hosts Tennessee. I mean... That'll be the game. If Tennessee beats Georgia, you're going to keep Georgia out of this number. You can put them at number four. I mean, what what are you going to do all of a sudden? You're going to have Georgia, Tennessee, and Alabama all make the playoff? Can't can't happen. Can't happen. Uh, but it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see because this Tennessee team, I I really think that they got enough offense to be able to beat Georgia. Tennessee at Georgia two weeks from now, November the 15th on a Saturday at SEC on CBS. That game will decide who goes to the SEC championship game out of the East. As I said before, Alabama uh, jumped back up to number one in the West. Them, LSU, and Ole Miss all with one loss. Um, they still have to play those teams, too. Alabama controlling their own destiny. They get it. They're at LSU next week, and or two weeks from now, and then they're at Ole Miss. So still got to run a gauntlet there. I everything, mean, everything's right in front of Alabama at LSU at Ole Miss. Good luck to the Tide. 
But uh, all three of those teams battling. I mean, if LSU can beat Alabama, they already beat Ole Miss. You can see LSU in that championship game. Shit, man. What happens with Alabama losing again? You know, there was a time when Alabama did get into the playoff. I think it was once, wasn't it? With Without even getting into the championship game. That's how much Alabama's respected. Um, yeah. But... I think there's a lot of competition this year. There is. Um, I don't think that if they get to even the the championship game and they even if they lose, mm-hmm. I do not think that they will be in. We shall see how everything shakes out. The SEC, the best conference in America. We wrap things up in college football with the Fun Belt, Coastal Carolina, three and one, leading the East. Now, I want to notate that Old Dominion's two and one, and James Madison's three and two. And I want to notate that Old Dominion did beat Coastal Carolina, so if they end up with the same record, Old Dominion has the tiebreaker. Um, on the west side, you have the Troy Trojans at 4-1 and one looking like they're controlling the west. The Fun Belt, a very improved group of five conference this year. Absolutely. And that Old Dominion team is 3-4 and four overall, and you've got Coastal Carolina at 6-1. and one. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens if they can go ahead and run the gauntlet over there. We'll see how the fun belt. That's our standings recap. You take a look at next week's big games, NC State, Virginia Tech on a Thursday, and also Utah-Washington State on Thursday. You move to Saturday. What a pivotal game this is. Ohio State at Penn State. We'll see if Penn State can bang with the big boys. Uh, Early predictions on that, Boogie? Can Penn State uh, shock the world? Ohio State all the way. We shall see TCU at West Virginia. Man, West Virginia looked real bad yesterday. They did. Uh, they're at home, though. Wondering if we can maybe shock the world and beat TCU at home. Mm, you know what they say about West Virginia. West, Mount, Mountaineers. Mountaineers, baby. Let's go Mountaineers. <laughs> Let's go drink some beers. <laughs> West Virginia at home hosting TCU and a spoiler spot there for sure. They're still three wins away from bowl eligibility. That'd be a big win for the program if they could knock off TCU and knock them out of national contention. Syracuse hosts Notre Dame, so things don't get any easier. Notre Dame's a little bit down, but could be a bounce-back spot for Syracuse. They showed they were for real. Yeah, that's uh, going to be a big game for Syracuse. They want to prove to everybody that they are not just uh, another team this year. they got to beat Notre Dame. Yes, they do. We'll see if Syracuse can make that happen. 9 o'clock on ABC. Uh, big game next week. Big rivalry. The world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Hell yeah. <coughs> Georgia, what I'm talking about. Georgia-Florida, a must-watch every year. That th- this, this game takes me back to uh, like 2007. Remember when Georgia had no Sean Moreno as their running back? Mm-hmm. He runs in a touchdown for, for Georgia, and the entire team comes onto the field and celebrates. They got a 15-yard penalty on the kickoff. That Georgia-Florida rivalry is great. Throw all records out the window when these two link up. Georgia, Florida, world's largest outdoor cocktail party next week. It's going to be awesome. Oregon is at Cal. Eh, good mm. luck to Cal. This Big 12 is becoming it's quite the big, gauntlet, big man. Big one, yep. Oklahoma State at Kansas State next week. That's going to be great. The Okie Pokies, baby. Oklahoma State got to take care of business, and they will be in the top 10 after. Uh, a great road win if they can beat Kansas State. They're going to be trying to do the okey pokey, and Kansas State's going to be trying to turn themselves around from that <laughs> from that loss to TCU. Yeah, hey, I like it. So I like it. no pun intended there. Oh, Wake Forest at Louisville, Malik Cunningham and the Cardinals trying to knock off Wake Forest at home next week. Illinois is at Nebraska. We talked about Illinois' improvement improvements here. Trying to see if they can go to Lincoln and beat Nebraska. Cincy at UCF. That's a big time game. UCF has been quietly really good. 
That's a big game in the American standings. USC travels to Arizona. Arizona doesn't play a lick of defense, but they they have they do have Jaden Delora who can just sling that thing. Mm. We'll see if they can keep up with the Trojans' high powered offense. Must and win for SC. Mess must win for SC. And how about this big one at night, boys? Kentucky at Tennessee. Big time rivalry. Tennessee's great offense. Kentucky's great defense. I wonder if the Wildcats can give Tennessee a game down there. I mean, Hendon Hooker going to be uh, going for a Heisman here. I think yeah. this is all Hendon Hooker in Tennessee. Uh, Kentucky probably going to give them a good fight for a little while. We'll see how that works out. Another. I rivalry. wonder if they got their goalpost back. I think they had to buy. I think they they opened like a I forget like a GoFundMe or something yeah. to try to get two new goalposts. They carried both the goalposts through the freaking city of Knoxville after they beat Alabama, Michigan and Michigan State. Big rivalry game next week from the Big House. Um, this is a mismatch all day. Michigan's probably going to roll them. Old Miss at A and M quietly could be a uh, a scary game for Old Miss. They're coming off a loss now. They got to go down to College Station and uh, play down there at nighttime. That's going to be a fun one. Yep. Pitt at North Carolina should be interesting. If uh, if Slovis is healthy, that could be a shootout. And then you have Stanford at UCLA. Just what the doctor ordered for the Bruins. Mm-hmm. A bad Stanford team to get back on track. Definitely. So that is our college recap. I love Sundays because we, t- we spend about 30 minutes recapping college. It's great. It's so much fun. So for those of you that love college football, you got to spend the last 29 minutes with us talking college football. But now, Boogie, we got to talk about your New York Yankees. Oh. We go into baseball now. The Astros and the Yankees played yesterday. And, and you know, I, I hate... I hate to do this to you, but I love when I'm right. Three hits for the Yankees. They just can't hit, Boogie. I don't, I don't know, know why. what's happening. I don't know why. Five-nothing victory for the Astros. They take a 3-0 commanding lead in the ALCS. And they're going for the the jugular today. Astros in the Yankees. Game four. Four o'clock TBS. Second part of our doubleheader in, in baseball today. Lance McCullers Jr. against Nestor Cortez. Yankees... Trying to avoid the sweep and push this to a game five. What's going to happen here, Bugs? Are you are you are you going down with the Yankees and Flames and riding them till you die? Riding them till I die. Woo! How can we beat this Astros team? You know, right now, honestly, Astros have been showing they're the better team. I'm I'm not going to show my bias right now. Astros have been the better team. Come on, Yankees. Show some goddamn pride. Let's go. There we go. Look at that. Get him fired Get me up. fired up like this. Judge wants to get paid. Show some pride. My God. What is going on with this Yankees team? They can't score. They, they scored all year long. They can't score now. No, they can't. Can't hit. What happens? What happens when the regular season ends and the postseason begins? Mm-hmm. The real teams show up. Yep. And, of course, the Yankees did not. And that's what's going on right now. Pitching and hitting, timely hitting is important. Astros getting a little bit of uh, revenge on the Yankees, maybe on the uh, the cheater syndrome. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, you know what? The Astros got the Yankees number the last two times in the playoffs as well. So right now you got to give it up for the Yankees. Uh, I'm sorry, the Astros. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, the way that they're playing. Yankees probably, uh, I mean, look, the odds don't don't lie. I mean, they're they're minus plus three thousand. They're plus three thousand to come back and win the World yeah. Series. Yeah. Uh, right now, Yankees gonna have to at least show some pride. Maybe a gentleman sweep here. Uh, just being uh, realistic here. The only time that a Major League Baseball team had ever 
come back from a three games to zero. The Yankees were involved. <laughs> Was the Yankees losing to the Red Sox back in 2004 mm-hmm. to get that Bambino curse off their back? Yeah. Um, and the Yankees were the better team that year. Yep. And they probably should have won the World Series that year as well. Astros and Yankees. So are you telling the people that the Yankees are going to win this game and force a game five? If we're talking about today's game, I am going with Nestor Cortez, though. Okay. In the Yankees' home game, minus $1.20, I am confident, confident, my friend, that today will be the day that the Yankees win. Yankees minus $1.20 on the money line to be able to take care of business against this Astros team. Lance McCullers pitching on the other side. McCullers has actually been injured. He's come back from a great, great comeback story there. But I think the Yankees show a little bit of pride today and get to McCullers early. And they wind up winning today. You talked about how um, how do the Yankees beat this Astros team? They don't. Sorry, Boogie. Ooh. Okay. What do you got? Uh, Astros plus one ten is a gift from God. Astros are sweeping these guys. I'm sorry. And uh, the brooms come out, huh? Brooms are coming out. Astros get to sweep. They go and they get to host the World Series and show everybody that their cheating scandal was not a fluke. Shout out Mattress Mac, $10 million on the Astros to win the World Series. It'll be the largest payout in Las Vegas sportsbook history if the Astros win the World Series. Mattress Mac is a legend. I mean, let's let's be honest. So this guy has lost a lot of millions of dollars, too. I think this will bring him all the way back and then some. It could. Stros sweep them. Drink bet to start our slate of baseball today. And um, I'm not even going to tease it. Just like yesterday, we have two drink bets in baseball. Padres and Phillies. Man. I called it yesterday. They were going to get the falter. But damn, I didn't know that Clevenger was going to get hit around. He didn't even record an out. Did not record an out. Padres got four runs in the first. And Phillies got three back in the bottom of the first. Becomes a shootout. And the Phillies beat the Padres 10-6 to to go up 3-1 in the NLCS. We now have an 11.37 a.m. first pitch on FS1. Padres out the Phillies. Game 5. Phillies win. They go to the World Series. Padres win, they keep it alive, and go back to San Diego for game six and seven. It is a amazing pitching matchup. You Darvish against Zach Wheeler, two of the best pitchers this postseason. This was a matchup the other day in which the Phillies won game one. Now these two probables are in game five. Short and sweet. I don't think San Diego goes out like this. It's so hard to bet against the Phillies at home. But I think San Diego keeps their season alive. I think San Diego keeps their season alive, goes back to San Diego with a chance in Game 6. I'm going to take San Diego plus $1.24 today to go on the road and beat the Phillies. My friend. My friend. Hello. <laughs> what happened last year in the uh, in the baseball playoffs? Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, the Braves won the World Series. I remember that. Did the Braves win 100 games? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They did not. Um, I am uh, on national air right now, and I'm going to predict that the Phillies will win the World Series. Holy shit. My uh, prediction is that this Phillies team, we it's just been staring us in the face. They got the juice. The entire season. Yeah. Once they fired Joe Girardi, this team just turned around. Now, you got to remember, Bryce Harper was out for most of – the half of the season. We talked about this all season. And now Bryce is back, and this kid is on a mission to be able to bring this Phillies team a to a championship. They haven't won it in a while. And they have not won it in a long time. And I'm going to predict right now 
Not only did the Phillies win minus $1.35 today over those Padres, but they beat whoever comes out of the Astros Yankees series. So they beat the Astros. So they will beat the Astros. Um, so that's my prediction right now. And you can catch them plus $1.70 right now to win the World Series. Uh, take it and run. All right. That's our baseball scoop. We will see what happens in the world of baseball this coming week. Maybe we'll see you guys on a Thursday. On uh, a Thursday. We may see you guys on a Thursday this week. Who knows? Uh, we're not sure what is gonna the schedule is going to be like. I'm taking a look at um, Monday. You got some if necessary games, and then uh, Tuesday some if necessary games, and Wednesday an if necessary game. I think Thursday is an off day. I believe Friday is the first day of the World Series. So maybe we uh, maybe we jump on on a Thursday this week and talk about World Series Game One. Maybe let's go. We will tentatively plan that. That's baseball for today. We got two teams trying to go to the World Series and two teams trying to avoid going home. It should be must watch television. Like I said, 11.30 and 4 will be the times of that. But time to – we got bigger fish to fry. Sunday fun day, baby. Let Sunday fun day begin, and we got a doozy of games today. We are going to rapid-fire sweetness this thing out. First game on our docket is the Atlanta Falcons and the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, interesting as I'm going to double screen this because I want to see how much implications this has in regards to the playoff picture both teams come playoffs. Playoffs. I just want to win a game. <laughs> Atlanta comes in a perfect six and zero against the spread. Uh, Cincinnati strong gets the number two boogie four and two. Cincinnati coming off a thirty twenty six victory at Cincinnati or at New Orleans. Atlanta beat the uh, Giants, so both teams are riding high right now. Cincinnati is tied with Baltimore for the AFC North lead, and Atlanta is tied with Tampa Bay in the NFC South. Man. A big game for both teams. Winner, this keeps their role going in their uh, respective divisions. Where are we going, Atlanta and Cincy? I am very, very impressed right now with uh, with uh, Marcus Mariota. Uh, I think that this Falcons team uh, was probably predicted to not win more than a couple of games all year. Yeah, uh, they are now fighting for their uh, three and three, mm-hmm. one and two on the road though. And I think they have a really good shot to actually upset Ooh. the Bengals okay. on the road. Okay. They're catching plus 235. Uh, you want to get a little froggy, go ahead and go for that, plus 235. I am taking the Falcons today, plus six and a half. Right. I think they're going to keep it close. Okay. And with an outright possible win, give me the Falcons uh, with the cover. All right. Falcons plus six and a half. And I am going to go to a total in this game. I'm going to take the under. Under 48 points. Both these teams play pretty good defense quietly. Atlanta giving up 23 a game. Cincinnati giving up 19 a game. I got this in this 44-45 range. So under 48 seems like a gift from God. I like a really close field goal game like Boogie said. And I like the under 48 points. Lions-Cowboys. Big, big matchup. Detroit's in the basement of the NFC North. Dallas trying to keep up with Philly, who they just lost to. They're 4-2, so they're a couple games back of Philly. Three games if you count the tiebreaker. They're also trying to keep up with the Giants. Um, short and sweet here, Boogie. Riding your Cowboys. Dak Prescott back in the lineup. I think that odds a little spark to their offense. Pollard, Zeke, CD, Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz. And that defense, minus seven all day. The Lions give up 34 points a game. Can't back them. I like Dallas with the cover here, minus seven. Dak is back. Just not sure how the offense is going to be with him back after Cooper Rush. 
was just awesome. Uh, the way that they uh, were able to control everything while Dak was gone. Um, you know, Philadelphia finally brought it to the Cowboys last week. Cooper Rush was uh, a little enamored, I believe, uh, the way that happened last week. Mm-hmm. They still had a chance to win. and uh, Enamored. I like that word. like that, right? I do. Um, Cowboys laying seven today at home. I like them to cover. Yeah, um, baby. Let's go. I like them to cover today. I think that they can go ahead and take care of business. That Lions team is trashed on the defense. They are trash, trash, trash. Dallas minus seven. And I want to notate that Jared Goff has not won a start on the road in his career as a Detroit Lions starting quarterback. Yeah, interesting to note. Since he came to the Lions, they have never won a road game with him in the starting quarterback role. So I don't think it starts today. For a Cowboys team off of a loss, good luck. It's going to be tough. Um, Colts and the Titans, great divisional matchup. These two teams actually matched up just two weeks ago in a 24-17 victory for the Titans on the road in Indianapolis. Tennessee's coming off of a bye week. Um, they had an early bye this year, so they got some guys healthy for this game. Derrick Henry healthy and ready to rock and roll. So a nice layoff for them. The Colts are coming off a miraculous comeback win against the Jaguars. Um, they've won two in a row. So big game out of the NFC South as you have the top two teams in this uh, division going at it. Winner of this game will be the outright AFC South leader after this week. And I'm sorry, Boogie, but coming off a bye... I think Mike Vrabel's going to have his guys ready to rock and roll. I'm still not impressed with what I see by the Colts. I think their offense is still kind of anemic at times. They do get Jonathan Taylor back, but I think they're, you know, they showed that Matt Ryan can still sling it and all that. But I think Tennessee can control a line of scrimmage here, run it down their throat. Tennessee going for the season sweep of the Colts, and I think they get it. Uh, one of my favorite picks today, Tennessee Titans on the money line, minus $1.40. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too excited about this game, but if I'm going to go ahead and pick a game here. I do like the Titans. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is, like you said, coming back. Um, not sure really how he, 100% he is, if he is 100%. Um, showed a little bit of uh, a nice, great running last week by <coughs> their like third or fourth string running back, Deion Jackson, after Naheem Hyams is also was yeah. in uh, concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this Colts team is just a little weird to me. Uh, Titans at home, Derrick Henry. Uh, should be able to get some yardage. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the Titans. Sure, why not? Hell yeah. I, I like that you agree with me, bud. Yeah, Ten- absolutely. Tennessee on the money line, only minus $1.40 sitting right now. Looks like a gift. My favorite play at 10 a.m. is Tennessee. Um, Packers and the Commanders. Very interesting here. You have Aaron Rodgers trying to get back on track. The Packers, losers of a couple in a row. They lost out in London to the Giants. They lost at home 27-10 to the Jets. What in the world is happening in Green Bay right now? The Commanders broke their four-game losing streak with a 12-7 victory in Chicago on the Thursday night snooze game. And um, no Carson Wentz. He is injured. So you're looking at Taylor Heineke uh, coming in right now for the Commanders. And you got a Packers team trying to keep up with the Vikings, who are their two games back and technically three because they lost the opener to the Vikings. A lot of people think this could be the game where the Packers offense finally gets it together. And with that being said, I think that could be semi-true. And I also think that the Commanders may be adding a little bit of a, a boost um, with Heineke in the lineup. So this over being at 41, I think the combination of Heineke bringing maybe a couple of uh, extra scores to that Commanders offense and bringing that little spark they're looking for, combined with maybe the Packers offense getting a little bit better in this game too, I like the over 41 points. I think there'll be more points than people expect. All right. Well, um... 
You know, I'm still not impressed with this uh, Packers team as Aaron Rodgers is still trying to fight and have his uh, young wide receivers uh, get back on track with him. Uh, Great story with the Commanders, though, with Brian Robinson Jr. uh, being carjacked in the uh, preseason and coming back and last week being able to play, uh, having a touchdown and uh, a pretty decent game. Didn't hit 100 yards, but pretty decent game for him. Uh, great. I mean, I don't know. Can you call it a comeback story when you're actually a rookie? I'm not sure. It is. But it is a great story. I still think the Packers have a little bit more offense, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Rodgers and his team gets going today. I'll take the Packers late in the five. Green Bay Packers minus five at Washington. Packers get back on track today, according to Boogie. Bucks and the Panthers, a um, man. This is an interesting matchup out of the NFC South. Tampa Bay coming in at five hundred after off a loss to my Steelers. Carolina fire sale traded Robbie Anderson, traded Christian McCaffrey last week, and uh, they come in losers of three straight. They have um, they got Tampa Bay as a thirteen point road favorite here, and there ain't no way, there ain't no way I can lay this kind of number with the Buccaneers right now with that that, that price. I mean. A lot of people are saying that this is Tom Brady going to get back into it and blow out the worst team in football and Carolina selling their team and all this. And it's like, okay, they lost Robbie Anderson, who didn't even play most of the games anyway, and Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, who they're accustomed to not playing with. So, I mean, Carolina, give me the 13 points at home. I mean, I, I just I, I don't see where you can lay 13 points with Tampa Bay right yeah, now. Yeah, this is kind of a scary number here for me, honestly. Um I see both sides of that story. Obviously, Panthers have been used to not playing without uh, McCaffrey, mm-hmm. their star player. Um, their marquee name for that team is no longer there. Yeah. Um, and, of course, he's gone now to the San Francisco 49ers yeah. uh, in a great big trade this week. Uh, TB12, got to get back on track here. I, yeah. I, I really don't know. Honestly, if I had to lean, I am leaning uh, with the Buccaneers in a blowout. Yeah. Uh, but I am not betting this game. I am going to stay away from this game. Yeah. But if I had to lean, I'm leaning Buccaneers here. Yeah, this isn't a game that I think either of us are going to get to the window with. It's a, it's a really tricky spot. Most likely stay off of this if I'm anybody listening. If you guys are degenerates, good luck. Giants and the Jaguars, though, this is something we do got some, uh, some, Hell ju- yeah. some juice on right now. The Giants, man, still not getting any respect. 5-1, and 2-0 away. Um, Jacksonville's two and four, one and one at home. Jacksonville's a three-point home favorite. Jacksonville's lost three consecutive games to Philly, Houston, and Indianapolis. Giants have won three in a row. So, really, you know, no one's really respecting uh, the Giants right now, but they just keep finding ways to win, and and that's really all that matters in the National Football League. Boogie is getting those victories, and um, Jacksonville is a favorite uh, historically has been absolutely awful. So. Uh, Give me the Giants plus three. Maybe an outright win for the Giants. Team. I don't see how the Giants are <coughs> are even underdogs here. Uh, the better team here. I think Vegas got this completely wrong. Uh, as the Giants are the better team, uh, they have things going their way. <coughs> Saquon and company are just unbelievably uh, having a great season this year. Jaguars uh, looked pretty good in the first couple of games. Very competitive. Um, of course, I think they're in a much better situation than they were last year. Yeah. But that being said, you're giving the better team, in my opinion, three points. 
Uh, I will take that all day long. Yeah. Uh, so give me the Giants. They keep finding win, ways to win. Brian Dable got them playing well. Saquon is back. I mean, plus a dollar forty-two. If you uh, want to go higher and money line, if you're feeling froggy. Giants plus three. One of our better picks today. Plus three down in Jacksonville. Last game of the ten a.m. slate: Old Browns versus the New Browns. Browns against the Ravens. A big time uh, AFC North matchup. As the uh, AFC North, all these teams are only separated by one game. So Cleveland. Coming in at two and four, taking on the Ravens at three and three, they're going to do everything they can to beat this team. And you have to have a short memory when it comes to the NFL. Cleveland's lost three in a row, and uh, they got blown out by New England at home last week, thirty-eight to fifteen. The Ravens had a disappointing loss at the Giants, and um, these games are always tight. Divisional games in the AFC North are always really tight. And uh, as bad as Cleveland looked. Baltimore's defense is not is the Baltimore defense of old, so I think they can get Nick Chubb going on the ground, open up some easy throws for Jacoby Brissett. Their defense is still intact over there. They can uh, rush the passer, which is where uh, Lamar Jackson kind of can kind of get a little bit erratic. I got to take the points here, gun to my head, not too strong on it, but a plus seven for Cleveland. That's where I'm going. That's exactly where I'm going as well. I'm taking the points. Uh, Nick Chubb and company be able to run against this Ravens team. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson obviously going to do what he got to do uh, to get that W. I think it's a closer game, though. There's always pride with this Browns team uh, against the Ravens team. There is. Uh, so I will go ahead and take the points there. Perfect. We agree on that. That's our 10 a.m. slate. 105 on CBS, the New York Jets and the Denver Broncos. Um, Big-time game. No Russell Wilson in this one. The uh, Broncos are two back of the Chiefs and Chargers in the division. And you have a Jets team who is only one game back of the Bills in the AFC East. Don't look now, but the Jets are looking like the cream of the crop. Potentially the AFC's third-best team. And uh, they're doing it. They're doing it with defense. They're doing it with offense. They're... They're, they're really good, and uh, they take on a Broncos team who's gonna you're gonna see Brett Ripien at quarterback. Should be an interesting matchup, Boogie. Um, what's 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 gonna happen here? Jets have won three in a row. Broncos have lost three in a row. What a great turnaround for this Jets organization. Um, I like them over the Broncos today. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Give me the Jets laying the short wood here minus one and a half. I'll take them on the money line. New York Jets money line, and as I scroll up here, minus a dollar twenty-five for Boogie, and I'm probably not going to get to the window with this one, but I got to go drink bet number two in the NFL, my friend. This is crazy to me that the Jets are only a one-point favorite. The line makes no sense. I don't know how, but I think Denver gets a win here somehow. I think a lot of action is going to be on the Jets, and I think this is where the book can take your money. I'm going to be cautious. I'll give out the Broncos, but most likely, I don't know if I'll get to the window with this one, but. Drink bet number two, I'm going to take the Broncos. Well, I mean, I will go analysis a little bit further on this one. Jets offense is just great. Broncos defense, though, is one of the top yeah. still in the NFL. Yeah. But their their uh, offense is just horrific. Now, maybe Brett Rippon will go ahead and, and give them a little, bit of, get a little bit of juice going. Similar to Heineke. But, I, yeah, this Jets defense, though, is playing really well as well. That's why I like the Jets. Texans and the Raiders next. We have three more 1 o'clock games, Texans and Raiders. Texans are 1-3-1. and one. Raiders are 1-4. Both these teams are in a must-win mode right now. The Raiders are coming off a bye. Uh, so are the Texans. So, interesting matchup. What are you thinking here, Texans-Raiders? I mean, this is a game the Raiders need to win. Um, I'm not sure if they can cover the spread the way that they've been playing. They are here in Vegas at home. Um I'm going to go ahead and take a stab here. I'm going to say the uh, Texans go ahead and 
cover with the Raiders winning outright. What a seven-point uh, seven line, right? Yes, sir. Houston Texans getting seven points at the Raiders. I'm going to take this under. Houston, Las Vegas, under 46. Should be a low-scoring game. I like the under. Seahawks and the Chargers, big time game here. Three and three Chargers, four and or I'm sorry, four and two Chargers, three and three Seahawks. Seahawks tied for the lead in the NFC West. Chargers tied for the lead in the AFC West. Battle of the West here, Boogie. Uh, right now we're looking at uh, minus five and fifty one. Where are we going with this one? I mean, we gotta go with the Seahawks, man. This team is battling, uh, doing a lot better without Russell Wilson. Give me the Seahawks. I'll take them plus the five. I think they have a chance to win this game outright as well on the road. Chargers don't even have a lot of play uh, fans supporting them. Uh, still, give me the Seahawks plus the five. It's a 1 o'clock under barrage for me. I like under 51 in this game, Boogie. I think this got a little 24-21 uh, type of feel to it. I think it stays under 51. I think it's too big of a total. I think these two defenses find a way to stop each other. Usually when two two high-powered offenses go at it, somehow it's a low-scoring game. Wow. Chiefs in the 49ers. Battle, baby. Battle. Niners made national news trading for Christian McCaffrey. His first game with the Niners. They're 3-3 tied in the NFC West. Same deal. AFC West tied. So we have two AFC West and AFC West uh, first-place hopefuls here going at it back-to-back. Chiefs and the Niners. I know where you're at in this game. I like another under 49 points. Defenses step up. Give me the under. I'm going with the 49ers here. Uh, everyone's going to think, oh, the Chiefs lost last week. Maybe they're going to win again. Obviously, it's going to be a, a battle here. I think the 49ers defense, though, takes care of business. Um, not sure how many plays they got going for McCaffrey today. Even if he plays, he's yeah. probably not going to be too up on their playbook. Uh, I think the 49ers, though, at home today, they're juiced with McCaffrey getting uh, on this team. And I think that the 49ers offense gets it done today. And that defense takes care of business against Patty Mahomes. There it is. What's the, what do you, what's the line on that? Uh, I got 49ers plus one and a half. All right. San Francisco plus one and a half. Maybe an outright win today for San Francisco to beat the Chiefs. Oh, I can't wait for this game tonight. Pittsburgh Steelers uh-huh. at the Miami Dolphins. The Sunday night fix game, NBC, 5.20 p.m. Pacific time. Dolphins lay in 7.5. Kenny Pickett healthy as well as Tua Tagovailoa healthy. Mm. See what happens here in this game. Two big, a big-time game here as uh, Steelers are coming off a big win. Dolphins have lost a few in a row. A lot of people think this is where they can get back on track. They're two games back of the Bills in the division. And uh, the Steelers only one game back. Depending on what happens today, the Steelers could be playing for a divisional tie here. I'll tell you what, Boogie. I like them a lot. Give me the Steelers by the hook. Pittsburgh Steelers plus the eight. Yeah, I can't trust this Dolphins team the way the offense is with with or without Tua. Uh, I will go ahead and after that atrocious uh, loss and getting blown out, uh, I got to go ahead and do a bounce back here. Give me the Steelers. I'll take the points. Taking the points in a close game, I think the Steelers can get ahead and get it done. Uh, I'll take them plus seven and a half. I think the Steelers can win this game, and you're giving me seven and a half. I'm buying that shit to eight. Let's go, Steelers. No bias there. No, not at all. <laughs> Bears and the Patriots, Monday Night Football. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Last game on our docket, Bears and the Patriots. The Pats looking good with Belichick, man. I got I got to give them the benefit of the doubt here. The, the Pats are looking dominant defensively. They're very... Uh, they've been looked very good offensively with Bailey Zappi, three and three, two games back of the Bills. They still got to play the Bills too, so 
Patriots. Uh, big favorite here against the Bears, who look very lowly at this point in the season. Where we go in last game of the day, or last game of the weekend. Monday night football tomorrow, Bears and Patriots. I mean, Max, Mac Jones' status has been upgraded as starting against the Bears, possibly. But I like... Bailey Zappy. Me too. I love Bailey Zappy. I like getting. Kentucky. I like getting zapped. So yes. the fact that he's zappy, I love it. Uh, Patriots minus eight. I think this Patriots defense is just obviously a Bill Belichick led defense is going to be great. Patriots offense starting to roll a little bit. Give me the Patriots laying the eight as the Bears offense and Fields is just atrocious. Give me the Patriots <laughs> laying the eight points at home on a Monday night. Boogie laying eight with the Patriots on Monday night. The Patriots money line is my survivor pool pick for this week. So for you survivor poolers, Patriots will beat the Bears. Boogie liking them to cover. I like the over in this game, 40 points. I think uh, New England can score in the 30s. So if the Bears get me a touchdown or 10 points, that probably goes over. I think New England gets some defensive touchdowns off of some mistakes from Chicago. I like the over 40 points in this game. I think New England can roll to victory. So uh, give me the over 40 to uh, wrap up our pod. Only two drink bets in football, so that's pretty good. Slate looking juicy boogie. It's time for best bet time, and I already know where I'm going. I'll go first. Pittsburgh Steelers. Sunday night football. It's the fixed game. All the money's on the Dolphins. Everyone thinks the Dolphins are going to kill my boys. Guess what? Not so fast, my friend. Pittsburgh might upset them, so give me Pittsburgh by the hook. Plus eight, minus $1.20. Barron's best bet is the Steelers. Wilson. Brees Hall, Uh-oh. defense, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Wow. Boogie's Blockbuster best bet is going to be those New York Jets tonight, today, uh, 105 Pacific time. Take the Jets. They are the upstart team for this year. Give me the Jets. I will take them on the money line, minus $1.25, and I am running to the window. Running to the window. There's all your picks. Episode 190 is over with. It is 8.50 a.m., and you guys got an hour and about 10 minutes to listen to this and put your picks in. Good luck, everybody, in your fantasy, your betting, your watching. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. And that is a wrap. Episode 190 is out. We will see you guys for episode 191. Steelers for me. Jets for Boogie. Bearing out. Boogie out.